Howdy, 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 and welcome to Thriving in the Transition, the podcast. Season 3, Episode 7. Folks, we're just chugging along with the season and I couldn't be more thrilled. But I'm humbled and blessed to be able to bring this podcast to you and to be part of your lives. Your feedback, encouragement, and connection, that makes it all worthwhile. Doing this and connecting with you is truly amazing and inspirational for me, and I hope that you feel the same. So, yay me, yay you, and yay us. Now, I need your help. It's our responsibility, our partnership, that's going to make this thing more than it actually is. So, go ahead and give us a five-star rating, follow us, subscribe, add positive comments, like us, or give us a thumbs up. What I'm ultimately saying is that you should connect and engage with us. This podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Simply search for us wherever it is that you listen to those great podcasts. We strive to be among that list of great podcasts that you listen to, rely upon, and find useful. Why am I doing this? I wanted to create a platform and community where I could share my thoughts, my stories, and my experiences with the sole purpose of connecting with and helping others. I'm doing this for me, of course. This is, let's say, an outlet where I can be my authentic self. I want to be that pebble that creates ripples in the waters of life. Simply stated, I want to change the world And I want you to be part of the Thriving in the Transition movement. Public service announcement number one. You'll never fail as long as you don't try anything new. I want to practice what I preach. And I absolutely believe that part of my purpose in this life is to connect with and bring people together. I want to highlight and exemplify the fact that we've got more in common than we do in difference. The differences, of course, they're easier to identify, but discovering and appreciating the commonalities, that's much more fun and exciting. So yeah, that's partly why I'm doing this. The other part, or the rest of the story, as to why I'm doing this is that I wanted to create a forum for those slightly enigmatic, charismatic, and inspirational people among us. I want to share their stories about thriving in and during times of transition. The theory being that hearing about other people succeed will give anyone that might be struggling the motivation or encouragement needed to continue and thrive in their own respective transitions. Today, folks, we're going to turn inward just a little bit. If a transition is all about wrapping your head around a discrete change, What the hell is reinvention? Reinvention is one of those words that's gotten thrown around to describe how some folks have dealt with transitions and other life events. You know how it goes. After losing everything, Johnson reinvented himself and he's now blah, blah, blah. Right? You get it. Becoming someone new. Becoming someone different. It can be associated with just about any transition, but how does that work for real folks like you and I? Does it have to be as big as it usually sounds? Today, we get to talk to my friend Svetlana Kurilova about her thoughts on reinvention. I'll get into this topic of reinvention 
right after this little break. Intro and outro music by Genesis 7. You can listen to more of his music on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, or wherever you stream your music. Just search for Genesis 7. That is G-E-N-E-S-I-S, and then the number 7 directly behind it. If you're interested in purchasing music from him, shoot him a note on the contact form on his website at Genesis7Productions.com. Thriving in the Transition fans, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm super excited. I'm over the moon to introduce you to Svetlana Korilova. Svetlana is an amazing spirit. She is brilliant. She is amazing. She's a PhD student who used to spend her days imaging cells, like in a Petri dish, in a dark room with a microscope. Now she's broken out of that room, right? She thrives on working within the innovation space to have impact. That's her big thing now, impact in a large scale. Additionally, she's a tech manager and a coach. We've got another coach on the call, folks, and that's really where she's focusing. And I couldn't think of anyone better to talk about our topic of reinventing yourself than Svetlana. Svetlana, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Will. It's such a pleasure to be here. Okay. On this topic of reinventing yourself, this this topic of reinvention, I think for most people, it can be kind of scary. How have you managed to make reinvention not so scary? Any tips you can share with us? That's a great question. I would say, well, probably the biggest tip I can give is the clarity of why, why do you plan to reinvent? If you, if you know why do you want to do something or why do you want to change something, there will be so much more motivation to overcome the fears and discomfort of the change. So Svetlana, two things jump out at me with that answer. Mm-hmm. One, it's all about the destination, right? Asking the the why you want to reinvent. But two, and this may be the more subtle of the two, there's a choice. You can choose to reinvent. Reinvention isn't something that happens to you or is forced upon you. Is is that fair? Is that accurate? I don't want to put words in your mouth, but Mm. what do you think about that? Yeah, it's a really cool observation. I would say so. Although a lot of people don't like to admit that, but usually they do have a choice. Either stay where they are or change. Absolutely. I'm Mm going to guess that most of the fear and anxiety around reinvention comes because there is a seeming lack of control, which is Mm -hmm. why people take reinvention as something that's put upon them versus the way you presented it at the very beginning so eloquently and so simply make the choice. Well, you didn't say that, but ultimately (laughs) decide why you want to reinvent, look at those reasons and and then do it. Mm -hmm. Well, I I would say also, as you mentioned, lack of control, but also the not knowing Mm. Right, that uh, yeah, you you're stepping outside of your comfort, and while you potentially have a vision, 
you actually don't know how it's going to go. What would you say to people that choose not to reinvent, choose to stay where they are for the not knowing? I would say it's okay. <laughs> nice. It's okay to stay. Yeah, it's it's okay to stay where you at, and and I, I'm not trying to be sarcastic. <laughs> not at all. Not taken that way at all. No, no. What what I mean by that that it's not about consistently changing something. There will be periods that you're changing a lot or a little bit. And you're in this motion or transition, and sometimes you will find yourself that I'm, I'm great. I want to stay exactly where I'm at, and I don't need to prove anything to anybody. And having the really great balance between the two, that will probably, that will generate a lot of uh, joy in life. I would agree. And that's just brilliant, brilliant advice. Uh, we also heard something very similar from Marcus Lucy uh, back in season two, uh, if, if memory serves me correctly, that whatever your choice is, it's fine. Just understand that that was your choice. And I think that's brilliant. And you sort of reconfirmed that here. Now, Svetlana, full disclosure, so Thriving the Transition fans, Svetlana and I have, we've been talking probably for close to 30 minutes, and I realized that I didn't hit record, uh, so this is, is take two. Uh, so Svetlana and I had this conversation before the show, and she coined this brilliant word, Svetlana, and I'm, I'm hoping you can address it again or talk about it. Tell me about this thing that, that we came up with, that you came up with, called micro-reinvention. How does that come into play? Mm. Yeah. Then we think about the word in, uh, reinvention often in our mind. It's something massive, something uh, very transformative. Change of the career, and in the relationship, move into the different country. But in in my view, there's also can be a, a micro reinvention where, for example, you can use a simple conversation with a stranger to use it as an opportunity to re reinvent yourself. Also, I want to clarify with this one now. When you say a conversation with a stranger, you don't mean lying to someone to get what you want. Right. Because I can meet someone and say, hey, my name is Ted Jones. I'm a billionaire playboy with a boat off the coast of France. That's not the kind of reinvention you're talking about. No, no. <laughs> what I'm referring to is the, the a, a real vulnerable conversation where you get to know someone, even if it's a, your first interaction with that person. Thank you for that. Um, and if. You're, you're gorgeous and don't tell my wife. Uh, my name is Ted Jones. I do have a yacht off the coast of France um, for any new listeners. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, Svetlana, uh, I, I said this off, off air and, and I'll say it on air. Tell us about some of the times that you've reinvented yourself, right? There's, there's a little bit of an accent which leads me mm -hmm. to believe that you might not be from the U.S. Mm -hmm. There's obviously sort of the transition from being the, the technical scientist 
to doing what you do now in innovation and tech and uh, building these deep personal relationships. So clearly there's some reinvention there. Uh, tell us about some of it, any of it. Mm, which one do I choose? I would say making a decision uh, to uh, come to the United States from Russia was a, a definitely an enormous reinvention. And just to give you a little bit of backstory, uh, back in 2009, I barely could speak English. I don't know how I passed any exams to be <laughs> admitted to the university. Uh, and it was scary. I think what was driving me is that sense of adventure and exploration. As later, I realized it's actually part of curiosity. And uh, it, it definitely probably was uh, a starting point of a lot of reinventions to come in the next 10 years. To give you a story, then I started teaching a class of undergrad students and you you can imagine there's the students different different backgrounds a lot of Americans of course everyone is speaking English and me as a TA standing in the middle of the class barely putting two words in English together <laughs> <laughs> and I think that was the first opportunity to get vulnerable and really create trust and connection with the students saying that, hey guys, I might not be speaking English really, really well, but I do know the subject. So how about I teach you the subject and you will help me out with English. <laughs> that's a fair trade. All day, yeah. that's a fair trade. It worked. <laughs> so you... You, you mentioned two key words, and I think we mm -hmm. hear these two words in a lot of different contexts and a lot of different places, trust and vulnerability. Can, mm. can you tell me a little more about how those two have helped you with your reinventions? I would, I would say it probably was uh... – as I can see right now, it definitely was very important. The, first of all, trusting yourself wow. and starting in starting something new that you 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 have to trust yourself because if there is no trust, you basically already decided that it's not going to work and there is no point. Ooh. Agreed. Uh, wow. Yeah. And I I love that you went with the trusting yourself. I went to a place where, you know, trusting others because there's opportunity when you trust others and giving trust is a gift and, and all that good stuff. But mm -hmm. your take is so much more powerful. And to paraphrase, if you don't trust yourself, there's no way you can move forward with a change, a transformation, a transition, a reinvention. You've, you've already missed the boat because you're not going to trust any decision that you make at that point. Where does now vulnerability come in? I mean, clearly it, it's tied to trust. Mm -hmm. Where do you see that fitting in? Vulnerability sits in when you, you practice being authentic 
and being yourself. And I will not lie, it's often really, really hard because we have expectations from other people, we have perceptions, we, we have society, right? And we, we've been taught to fit in. And right now, it, it can be really scary to be vulnerable and take courageous steps in completely owning who you are and showing up authentically in every space. So very true, my friend. And a lot of the topics, a lot of the conversation is is always easier said than done, right? And I think it's mm-hmm. very easy to say, oh, just be more vulnerable. <laughs> and clearly it, it takes some self-reflection. And sometimes it, it takes the help of a coach. It takes the help of some, some insight, some practice. In terms of practice... What's, what's something that you've done? What's something that you do to help you be more vulnerable? Tips, pointers, ideas, any of that kind of thing? Uh, I would say definitely trust in yourself first. If, we, if we're talking about vulnerability and sharing with other person, being at a con- just a regular conversation or relationship, trust, just give, giving the trust to the person and allowing yourself to be vulnerable. And again, it's easy, said, and done. But it, go, it all boils down, why do you want to do that? Why do you want to be vulnerable? What, what, is the, what is it you're getting out of it in being authentic and being yourself and fully owning who you are? And I love that addition because it's just not about I don't know, vulnerability for vulnerability's sake, right? Mm -hmm. Back to what's the destination? What's the goal? What do you want to get out of it? What is in it for you? And there's that insight that's needed. There's that, that so what, um, that, that potential driver to help get you to the other side of reinvention. Because sometimes we can look down the barrel of reinvention like it is a gun and that freezes us. But with that why, with that that purpose, with that destination, now we can get through. Now we've got some motivation. Yeah, and will if I I can share what what I have in mind for, for for me being vulnerable, it's it's definitely a much deeper connection with people. And the second piece, it's so freeing because you finally don't need to pretend it might be scary but oh my god it's just then you just need to be yourself that's the only job that you have (laughs) (laughs) sometimes that's a really hard job Svetlana come on no Uh, (laughs) you you just you drop all the scripts who like what what Mike wants you to be what your boss wants you to be like you drop it all and you're like I I'm here to decide and I just so okay, just observation, right? Just the, mm-hmm. the the power in your voice when you talk about that freedom, and clearly you've embraced it, and you've made the decision to be more vulnerable. You've got your why, which is a deeper connection, and you're like, I got this. Just be yourself. Mm. That's awesome. That was super cool to hear, my friend. Thank you for sharing that. So we, we talked about reinvention we talked about micro reinventions 
Now, clearly, being from Russia, coming to the U.S., you talked about that as being one of the the biggest uh, reinvention points for you and and being that TA. Now, splitting hairs, reinvention versus transition. Um, I'm going to phrase this question in terms of transition. Of Mm -hmm. your personal and professional transitions, which one stands out the most and why? If it wasn't already being the TA when you came to the U.S.? Mm-hmm. I would say what stands out right now is me leaving Chicago, my favorite city, and deciding to move to South Dakota. And I call that part of my life uh, South Dakota saga, <laughs> which you can you can think of very small college town in the middle of cornfields in Midwest. Who would do that? And looking back, that's probably the most transformational part of my life because it pushed truly, it pushed me outside of my uh, my comfort zone, like on a daily basis. Not knowing a single person, uh, realizing that I need to know how to drive a car and have one to get around. <laughs> realizing that I want to officially end my researcher career and my entire exploration of the the coaching and the the different ways that I can generate impact. I mean, the list goes on and on and on, but the bottom line, all this transformation, what I realized the biggest transformation was to remove the noise and create the space, finally be able to get to know me. Wow. So what's what's really cool for me, folks, and for you too, Svetlana, we were talking, we were in conversation as you were making this transition, as you were, were moving South Dakota and, and everything uh, related. But what you just said, removing the noise and creating the space to get to know you, that I hadn't heard mm-hmm. that side of it before. I'm, I'm, I'm a little stunned and speechless because that's just really, really cool to hear. But I'm also taken by the notion that even in transitions where you're, you're not sure there's uncertainty, mm-hmm. there's still amazing potential, right? Because you mm-hmm. have this laundry list of benefits that mm-hmm. you said who in their right mind would move to a place in the middle of cornfield where they don't know anyone. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> so even with that as the backdrop, you you've been able to grow and develop and literally set your 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 path on the one that you're going down now, right? That that that's amazing. That's what to me reinvention is all about. Yeah. And also I, I really hope that it it will be maybe an inspiration for some of the listeners to realize that it's about your mindset. You you can you can have a really cool transition in the best conditions, but you also can uh, a very impactful transition in 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 the place where you would never even imagined it being possible. Spot on. Spot on. I, I love that. So related to that that question, uh, 
What does thriving in the transition mean to you? Oh, I love this question. Then I was thinking about the question. Uh, I know that you 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 often ask uh, your guests on your show, so I was expecting it. <laughs> Those things that came to my mind was becoming. And what I mean by that, it's it's the 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 opportunity to explore, to expand, to become. It's like that sense of becoming something new or advanced. And there is certainly, and it's probably my word of the the that really drives my life is growth. And how can I grow in this process? I love the word becoming for everything that you said, but I've, I've used it for so I, I read it in a book, right. Of, of mm-hmm. all, all the books in the world. Um, it was dark rivers of the heart by Dean Koontz. And if, if you, uh, if you know Koontz's work at all, it it's dark and there was a serial killer and, and all this stuff. Uh, <laughs> so I, I'm trying not to get off topic. I just want to give some background but there was this this concept of becoming because to me that encapsulates transition reinvention but with a purpose right you're not just changing to change mm. there is change with intent with purpose to transcend where you are now becoming something better something greater so kudos my friend just that got me fired up uh, <laughs> since you've listened to the show before and i I thank you for that my next question is is probably my favorite but can be one of the most challenging what love song song of faith devotion support would you dedicate to yourself to help you through a rough transition Mm -hmm. can i share two can I share two peaks? Oh, oh, an overachiever. Yes, you, you, you can you can share two. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. No, first of all, it's always really hard to, to choose one because there's so many to choose from, and a lot of them have brilliant lyrics. Uh, but my very first peak uh, that came to me that I was thinking about the love song or something that will impact me or fire me up in... Um, move me to the state I can do this and somebody got my back it was actually the the song without lyrics by Ennio Morricone from the the movie The Professional and I don't know what about this song but probably since age 10 every time I hear it is just pumps me up and uh, it was just to share with you. It it has been a ritual for me uh, before uh, going into the competitions, uh, going to the finals, final exams. Always to listen to that music, to fire myself up and get to the space that I absolutely will nail this. Nice. That's what a song's supposed to do, my friend. And not to mention, that's an amazing movie, uh, just all the way around. If you haven't seen The Professional, put it on your list, Netflix it, Hulu it, whatever other, stream it. Yeah, just stream it. 
That's definitely the classic. <laughs> okay. Uh, so my overachieving friend, uh, what's your mm-hmm. second one? And oh, by oh, I'm sorry, I lied. Uh, I've I've got to make fun of you a little bit. Of course, you would pick a a song without lyrics. Um, but that that's that's okay. I'll, I'm gonna let it go now. I'm done. I'm I'm done. Uh, <laughs> oh man, that was great. Uh, okay, so overachiever with pick number two that actually does have lyrics, and of course, the scientist will pick the appropriate song with the name of the scientist. <laughs> and the, I think it's it's known by uh, the Coldplay, but I really not like the uh, the different interpretation. And of course, I right now forgot what was the name. But I really want to share a couple uh, a couple pieces from the from the lyrics that I I find so impactful. And it says, nobody said it was easy. It's such a shame for us to part. Nobody said it was easy. No one ever said it will, would be this hard. Wow. And what I hear in this is, talking about authenticity, it's just so straightforward. They're telling you that, yeah, it will be hard, but you're not alone. We're doing it together. And I, I, I it really... It, it really gets so close to my heart that it's, it's just, it, I'm not alone in this. And if we're talking about the love towards yourself, you, you've got yourself, you need to believe in you. And you, you right now in this moment can start supporting yourself. And that, my friend, is why I ask the question. Um, such mm-hmm. a beautiful response, just Yes. Okay. The the scientist uh, in what that uh, the the Coldplay version he said is okay. I think it's Willie Nelson. Yes, um, that one. That that's got a different version. And of course, you're gonna love the Willie Nelson version. Who doesn't love? Come on now, Willie Nelson versus Coldplay. There's there's not even a choice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry to all my Coldplay fans. Uh, <laughs> all right. As as we wrap up, I've got a final question for you. What's one thing that you want to leave people with after this amazing conversation about reinvention? What's one thing that you want to leave people with? I would say trust in your, your gut. That's probably going to be the biggest one. I, I've seen impact and I've seen how it's play, it has played in my life. But every time that I, I really connect and hear what my gut has to say, it's, it's usually the right answer. Nice, simple, straightforward, to the point. Trust your gut, folks. Svetlana, as as always, my friend. Okay, outside of the podcast, we absolutely have to catch up. It's it's been way way too long. Uh, but thank mm-hmm. you for joining me. Thank you for for sharing of yourself, for being authentic, and for being vulnerable, and for just dropping some some nuggets and some gems for other people and clearly it was your intent to help others being on on the show and i greatly appreciate that thank you my friend thank you so much well it's such a pleasure i thank you for what you do in the world oh thank you you're welcome yay us uh, <laughs> yay us for real <laughs> yay you yay me and, and yay, yay us, us. <laughs> Success, people. I got someone else to say it. Success. We're, I've made it, right? I'm at the pinnacle of podcasting right now, just for the record. Uh, 
<laughs> Mic drop right here. <laughs> there it is. And with that, I'm I'm not going to say anything else. Uh, Svetlana, it was a pleasure. I will talk to you very, very soon. Thank you. Okay. I don't know about you, but the whole concept of micro reinvention kind of blew my mind just a little bit. Just the concept that reinvention doesn't have to be this big, massive thing or that you don't need to become someone different from who you already are. That was absolutely reassuring for me. So here are my other takeaways from that conversation with Svetlana. It's all about trust and vulnerability, right? We talked about if you don't trust yourself, you've already decided that it's not going to work. You've already lost if you put it in terms of winning and losing. So it's super important that you trust yourself. And then vulnerability comes in by practicing being yourself in an authentic way, right? And tying that back to micro reinvention, right? Just a simple conversation with someone. You can practice being authentic. You can practice sharing yourself in a more powerful way. Also, this this concept that sometimes you need to remove the noise to create a space for you to get to know yourself. Now, Svetlana talked about this in terms of that move to South Dakota. No, you don't have to move to uh, a, a cornfield in South Dakota or a Tibetan monastery to eliminate that noise. Yes, those things help, clearly. But do whatever you need to to remove some of that noise. Think about who you are and if you actually like that person, get to know that person. There's power there. Reinvention is a choice. Now, I love this one. We talked about it being a choice, and it's your mindset. It'll determine where you go, how you go, if you go. And Svetlana said this beautiful thing about know why you're reinventing. It's not reinvention for reinvention's sake. It's a choice, but there needs to be purpose as well. And she tied that up really, really well with the last point that I'll, I'll make. Reinvention is tied to growth and becoming something more than you are today. Again, I love that word becoming because there's the intent, there's the purpose, there's that guiding light, if you will, and the why that you're reinventing in the first place. And if you follow that beacon of becoming, of growing with intent, then your reinvention is bound to be successful. As I think about the conversation where I started and where I wound up after that conversation with Svetlana, when all said and done, maybe reinvention is just a cool and fancy word for doing something different in order to get to where you want to be. What do you guys think? What things resonated with you? How have you reinvented yourselves? Go ahead and share your thoughts and responses wherever it is that you listen to this podcast, or you can send me an email directly, will.campbell at logicconsulting.com. We want to hear from you. Public service announcement number two. Trusting in the one you love always brings good results. Well, folks, that brings us to the end of Thriving in the Transition, Season 3, Episode 7. Thanks for joining us for our breakthrough season. If you're getting something from this podcast, go ahead and give us a five-star rating wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and add us to the list of other great podcasts that you listen to. 
Follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Logic Consulting. Also follow me on Instagram at Logic underscore Coach. Also follow me on Spotify at GQ Down. And not just the podcast, but follow me to discover the music that I use to thrive in the transition. And you can hear the two songs that Svetlana talked about during this episode, The Professional and The Scientist. Reach out on LinkedIn at DJ Will Rock. Don't forget to follow the YouTube channel as well, Thriving in the Transition. And yeah, of course, there's the website, www.thrivingintheTransition.com. You can get all our podcast episodes right from that website. And while you're there, take a look around, see how else we can connect. Maybe it's in a coaching capacity. Maybe it's in a consulting capacity. Maybe you need a keynote speaker. Maybe you just want to reinvent yourself and have some authentic conversation with someone. Hey, I'm up for that. Let me know. Let's change the world together. Lastly, if you're interested in supporting this podcast, and I hope that you are, if you want to see us grow, send me an email, a tweet, an IM, or hit me up in the DMs. Better yet, go to our Patreon site, www.patreon.com forward slash T-I-T-T and become a patron. Most importantly, don't keep this thing we got a secret. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your coworkers, and tell your children. Like Svetlana said, trust your gut. It won't lead you wrong. Until the next episode, folks, cheers. Have a great day.